So, um, these past few days have been up and down for me. I started this week making a to-do list for everything I had to finish this week. And I made a list of what I had to learn and the most important things, most important activities of this week. I changed my wallpapers. I put up inspirational quotes everywhere. But right now, halfway through the week, I am simply not able to return to the same figure that I started this week with. It seems as though I have completely fallen behind what I thought I would be doing. What worked so many days ago is suddenly not working now and every time I just think to myself, I tell myself, you have time, but then this other part of me says, you're just saying you have time because you know that you can catch up later, but what if at that later that you're thinking about, you do the same thing all over again? What if you keep pushing things? I feel right now as though I have no motivation, no desire to do anything, but on the other side, I have to. There's no option for me to back out. I can't take one break day after every three days of working. It's not a sustainable model given where I am and what I want to achieve. And yeah, that's about me right now. I am a mess of goals and motivation and laziness and procrastination and I really don't know what to do. I have probably five more hours, four more hours rather, of this day left and leaving aside the one that I've left for dinner and wrapping up today, three hours, and right now I'm hoping that I can salvage some benefit, some work from these three hours. If not, I'll just have to work harder tomorrow. So lately I have been very, very stressed. I am in 12th grade now and at the end of this year I will probably be writing a bunch of entrance tests that will probably decide which college, or not probably, they will decide which college I go to. And then I also have my board exams which they don't I don't I don't really know about their academic importance but like you know from what I've heard and what I've experienced from 10th grade, it's like more for others around you. So I'm not too concerned about that, but the entrance tests that have a syllabus of both 11th and 12th grade, I don't know how to balance it. I started this year thinking that I would do 11th and 12th grade simultaneously, but then all our teachers in class, they've just been telling us that doing 
11th grade and 12th grade simultaneously will most probably mess us up and like we'll have like no idea and we won't be good at any syllabus or I'm, I'm so stressed I don't even know what I'm saying yeah so they're telling us that if we try to do both 11th and 12th grade together we'll end up messing up both of them and at the end of the year we'll just be left clueless and one teacher my math teacher he repeated that one phrase over and over and to make it even worse my other chemistry teacher said that 70 percent of all these big entrance tests that i'm talking about they consist of the 12th grade portion so don't focus on 11th grade now but the problem is there are so many things in 11th grade that i'm not very good at take rotational motion or waves and sound i am You know how when you say you're wobbly when you stand on one foot? Now imagine standing on two feet and still falling over. That's me in those chapters. And at this point of time, I'm very confused because I don't know what to do. And at the same time, I have other friends of mine saying that they're doing 11th grade too. So at the end of the day, I'm just so confused because I don't know what I should be doing. Should I be focusing on 12th? Should I do 11th? If I do 11th, when do I fit it in? because there's so much of 12th going on already and the syllabus of 12th is a lot bigger than it was in 11th so I'm just really confused and knowing that every day that I spend just thinking about this and knowing that every day will just go passing by just like this until eventually at the end of the year I am so freaked about the exam it just scares me because I don't know the right thing to do and I have read in a lot of places that the right thing to do is all up to you, but I don't know because things like this, they're not up to me. And because of this whole online learning thing, I don't know what my competition is either. And honestly, that is really scaring me. And I don't know if it's the fear or the stress or if both of them are the same, but that's just where I am now. And it's just confusing and freaky and I don't like this so I'll probably have to be finding my way out of it pretty soon otherwise it's not the best path for me to go down so I was supposed to have a certain class two days ago but my teacher was busy so she said she would take it today which happens to be a Saturday and to my I don't know luck I guess she said that she'd forgotten but then again it's not right when your teacher says she'll take class and just because she forgets you don't say anything right so I sent her a message asking if we had class today and because it was like already around seven o'clock I thought um, it's too late for her anyway she's gonna say we have class tomorrow and because it's a Sunday I can get some practice in because the last time I practiced was two days ago and usually for music you need to be good with your notes you need to know how the song goes and you need some time though you have consistently practiced throughout the week to just absorb the song before the class as well to get into that mood and because it had already been like two days since I did it I chickened out when she said 
you have class in 10 minutes. I was really scared. I chickened out and I didn't know what to do. I started yelling at everyone around me. I was very, very stressed because I don't like not being good at something. I can't take it when I'm not prepared enough or I'm not enough for the situation. So all that happened and eventually I called my teacher and I told her, I came clean, I told her that I had my period and it was painful so I wasn't able to get any work in the past few days. And to my surprise, she was actually pretty fine with it. She said she'll just take class on Monday. So after that, I thought about it for a little bit and I realized that this isn't the first time that I'm chickening out when something like this happens. The moment I know I haven't prepared or the moment I know that what I am doing is not enough, I chicken out. I freak out and because of that I do two things that I'm not very proud of. The first one being my performance takes a toss. I, Even if I'm good at something, really really good at it, when I perform when I'm like this, I mess up big time. And number two, usually to get out of the first situation, I try to come up with an excuse. Honestly, before I called her up to say, um, to tell her why I couldn't attend class, um, I, I was ready to be the coward and say, I'm sorry I hadn't read your message, but I'm glad the other side prevailed. And yeah, this has happened before. An example of that would be for this project in 10th grade that I really didn't want to do. It wasn't of much importance anyway for me then. We had a school event going on and I had much bigger things on my mind, tests right the next week. I considered this project to be nothing. But then when the day came that I had to submit it and I'd forgotten about it completely and had done absolutely zero work on it, I came up with the stupid excuse and told my teacher that I wasn't able to because I was too busy with everything else. And the thing is, I wasn't too busy with everything else. I was just the right amount of busy. I could have fit in doing that project at any point of the week that I wanted to and still finished it, but I didn't. And coming to think of it, all this time when it came to things like this, when it came to my execution, my preparation levels, I've always kept my locus of control outside and because of that, a lot of the times, the first thing I've jumped to in situations like this is to just come up with an excuse and say it was out of my control so I couldn't do it. But today I took ownership and I said I hadn't practiced and I wasn't prepared. And after that, I felt so much better about myself. I felt much more stronger and I felt much more in control of the situation. And yes, I, I can say that it hasn't happened too many times. I usually like to be but the few times it does happen, it brings out this very dark side of me that I really don't like. And I'm trying to bring that locus of control back within me. And today showed me just how powerful that can make me feel and how much more integrity I'm showing myself and the person I'm speaking with when I do something like this.
So I've practiced the internal locus of control in many places of my life, but not where it really mattered. And I think I'm going to be doing that now and I'll let you know how it goes. Oh, and I just realized that at the very beginning of this recording, you were able to hear some howling sort of thingy. That was my dog. His name is Max, and he is an absolute goofball. I'll be talking more about him maybe in future recordings, but yeah, now you know him. So, since my sister's growing older, we all thought that it would be great to give her some responsibility. And we started by giving her one of the most, you know, trivial responsibilities, just watering all the plants. So she did it for quite a few weeks, but then when she got busy, I took over again because, I don't know, I just felt like they were my plants and they were my babies and I had to take care of them. So I eventually went back to them. And I noticed at the very end, there was this pot of lemongrass and everyone at home had forgotten. It had pots over it, like old unused pots over it. The soil hadn't been tilled, it wasn't aerated, and there were a bunch of weeds around it. And the main plant as itself wasn't getting enough light. I thought it would have been dead, right? So I went over, I took the pots off, but then to my surprise, underneath all of that, there was this tiny little green blade of glass. <laughs> glass? No, grass, I'm sorry. This tiny little blade of grass. And I was confused because this lemongrass plant had been neglected for so many days, didn't get enough rain, didn't get enough water, and had a bunch of weeds all around it. I thought it would have been dead. Right? But then I see this little blade and I'm like, okay, maybe this isn't lemongrass. So I pick it up and I smell it. And lo and behold, it is the same lemongrass that we had earlier. And that got me thinking of how beautiful nature is, of how life always finds a way. And that's one of the things that makes me love biology so much more, right? But apart from that, there's also this aspect about, you know, coming through everything that's pushing you back. I mean, this plant had nothing that a normal plant would need to be, you know, healthy and survive and stuff, but it still found a way. Yes, it did crawl through like the soil and stuff, but it found a way and it survived. And I don't know if this small thing was worth that much thought, and I don't know if I'm overthinking it, but what I saw today just made me feel so warm on the inside, and I do get that some days I am a bit like that lemongrass plant, where I feel like no matter how much I have, there's nothing I'm doing with it. Or some days where I feel like there's nothing at all. But knowing that this teensy little lemongrass plant can, you know, make its way through and come back to its former glory just fills me with that sort of hope that I can do it too.
So I have had a close to two and a half week holiday um, so far and um, I don't think I've been making best use of it. I made a huge, huge, perfectly crafted plan and stuff like that where I counted, you know, how long I take for one chapter and what I'd do, and I, I thought everything would be okay, and that I would have nothing to do around the house, we wouldn't go anywhere, but all of it just flopped so bad, I didn't take into account so many things, and because of that, a lot of the things that I planned to do um, in this span of two and a half weeks, it's completely gone to the dogs, and I just... I'm really stressed because everything that I wanted to do when it comes to well, 11th grade revision and the revision of what's whatever's been done in 12th grade so far, I wasn't able to do any of that fully. I had to do conic sections and I barely finished the parabola part and I still have to do the ellipse and the hyperbola and they're pretty big and there are more than 100 questions per chapter and I'm just going nowhere and at this point of time I'm hella stressed and I really don't know what to do because I also have a test coming in like three or four days from now that I still have to prepare for and um, I thought I'd do electrostatics today and one of the stages that I thought I would finish in two hours ended up taking four hours and that ate into the time that I'd kept for the stage two part and that sort of sucks because I don't know nothing is going according to what I thought and it's just I don't know I'm not I'm not prepared for the test that will come this Friday. I still have to do matrices and determinants. I still have to do some part of inverse trigonometry. I still have to finish the last part of light. I still need to get back to organic chemistry. I still need to finish the radioactivity part. And at this point of time, I just really don't know what's going on or how I should fix it. I mean, God, it is the... What's the date? It's the 12th of July. And I still don't have my life back in order. And nothing is more disappointing than that. And you know what's even more scary? I think it's more scary that when I'll be writing that competitive exam, I will be competing with people who have been preparing for this exam for two more years than I have. There are people who have taken a drop year wherein they do nothing else and only study the competitive part. Just master the shortcuts, master the tricks, do all of that. Oh, and with the pandemic, with the competition going down, with all that free time for them and the continuous postponement of the exams, they just have even more time. They had the first two years of like the actual school stuff where they learned all of this. And then they have two more years to just work on the competitive part and then they have that many more extra months because of how this whole thing keeps getting postponed. And I just feel like it, it's, it's really unfair, okay? It's, it's not fair that there are people who have people like me who are trying to balance both the PU part and the competitive part who are learning how to write answers that are like three pages long for like 10 marks and learning how to do the same problem for like in like one minute in three lines of working while there are people who spend all their time just doing the competitive part they have an upper hand i mean last year when we were doing general organic chemistry i didn't get a lot of the stereoisomer part because our college was closed down and we only had everything 
through the online mode. So we couldn't exactly see what was going on. But no, 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 no. The people who have taken a drop, they got to see all of that when they were in their class. They got to understand the concepts when they were in class. But now, even now, they just want to write the exam two years later with all that extra practice, all that extra time that they would have had that people like me, my age group, don't have because we're trying to balance everything. It is not fair at all. And now one may say, yeah, well, they have those extra years and they don't have the discipline to do so, maybe one or two percent. No, they have had more time. They know where their weaknesses are and that's how they prepared if you look at any of the toppers they've all taken at least like a two-year break or something and that's not fair that's those are the people i'll be competing with and it's just it's just really sad that they're even allowed to write the exam with us because come to think of it they have the upper hand and it's just not fair that it's like putting up a seasoned player against a person who's going out there just for the first time. And I don't have the option of taking a drop year. I won't. I can't. But there are people who do. And it's just, it's just mind boggling how it's even allowed in the first place. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm just overacting or something, but they're messing with my dreams. They're messing with where I want to be. Now, all of this is the negative side. Maybe I can look on the positive side and say, oh, well, hey, it's all nice and good. Now I just have to work harder so I can get to where I need to be. And when you work harder, you value it so much more. Like, I agree with that, man, but the ground reality sucks, okay? And then the people who are just like one year my senior, their board exams are canceled. They have been getting this exam postponed again and again, like I said. And because of that, they had so much more time to prepare. I mean, at least these guys had one year of offline classes, but I didn't even have that because of the whole pandemic. It's just not fair how so many of the people who will be writing the exam with me are older than me and have had more years practicing the same stuff that I'm spending so long on. It's just really, really unfair that they're allowed to write the exams with us. They don't even have an additional one where it's like the questions are like a little bit harder because they've had more time. No. And it's just really unfair. And then these people study like, what, 16 hours a day. I can't study 16 hours a day because my time is split across so many things. And I just feel like I just want to do something. But I just can't because so many things come into play. And at the end of the day, I'm just really, really stressed. And I know that there's nothing stressing me out from around me. It's just me stressing myself out. But it's annoying. And I don't know. It's just not fair i think at the end of the day it's just me being really probably mad at myself because i'm not getting what i wanted to done and i feel like i'm falling behind because of not being able to get things done and yes i mean i've got to learn to take it easy on myself but how much more 
slack can I cut myself, huh? Like, do I just keep giving myself more and more rope? I mean, it's confusing because one part of me is like, hey, you're going too hard on yourself. But the other part is like, the more you keep saying, you're, the more you keep telling yourself to go easy on yourself, the worse you'll be. I mean, if you if you're that easy on yourself, you won't really get anything done. And yeah, I keep trying to justify like every day gone by saying, hey, at least you spent your time with your family. You spent some time going out on a walk. You spent some time for yourself. You um, aren't as stressed. You just got to bring yourself back to normal and you got to, what's the word? word? Um, you got to re-energize and then you got to, you got to, um, Recharge, yeah, recharge. I keep telling myself that, but I know that it's a lie. I know that I'm not doing anything. And I know that without doing anything, I can't get to where I need to be. And it's just that when that reality hits, that I'm not really doing what I need to be doing. And when I know that there are people, not just the guys who are older than me, who are studying like 18 hours a day. Um, I'm talking about the people my own age who have been using the holidays to just study. I mean, we had like, I don't know, um, 14, 20 days. And yeah, I, I mean, I spent the first few days like being productive, getting things done. But then like after that, it just like took a mega dip. And it, it's just really hard coming out of that. So like at the end of the holidays, if I ask myself, hey, what did you do? I won't have a definite answer. And not having a definite answer to that really just makes me feel like throwing up because it's just sickening. I mean... I've wasted all these days and every day counts, every second counts and I'm just wasting so much of it and it just really scares me because I don't know because it's just it's not the right thing to do and I keep figuring out ways to get back on track. I mean I cut off my to-do list, I tried to set up a calendar but that's still going to pig shit. And I'm not getting anything done. I mean, right now, um, I'm supposed to be doing the mechanical properties of solids. But here I am having a breakdown. How beautiful is that? I mean, it's really difficult. And, like, the worst part is I don't even know my competition. Right? All I know is that... All I know is from some online tests with some rankings that are across um, my college and all, all the branches. And... The thing with them is, there are people who have copied, and I remember this one girl, she came like at the top of the list, I knew her from um, my batch in the lab, and um, yeah, I, I was kind of bummed when I actually saw the list, I was like, how could she do better than me? I mean, when we were in lab class, she barely even focused, man. But then I asked her, like, when we come to the next class, like, I asked her how she did it, because I wasn't very good with all the ch chapters, and then she said that she just cheated. So I, I really don't know who I'm competing against. And because of that, I don't know whether I'm overestimating my competitors or I'm underestimating them. I think it's better to overestimate than to underestimate. And, you know, like, prepare for the best. So that's what I'm trying to do. Prepare for the best. But no, I'm not able to. Maybe I'm not smart enough. Maybe I'm not managing my time enough. I don't know where I'm going wrong. But I'm going wrong everywhere. I know that I have decided how to spend my time I know that I've cut off social media I don't know where my time is going at all I really don't know I mean I spent like three hours on my phone yesterday I'll be completely honest and two of those hours were on YouTube I mean one hour I spent just watching a bunch of tutorials because I was getting confused with conic sections and the other hour just 
watching stuff. And I think that that's allowed, right? And then day before yesterday, it was again around two, three hours, all the time I spent on my phone. So let's say I'm spending three hours on my phone. I'll make it four. You know, let's just make it four hours on my phone. 20 hours left. Of those 20 hours, I sleep for six hours. 14 hours left. Say I spend one hour each for eating. Uh, 14 becomes 11 hours. 11 hours left. What am I doing with those 11 hours? Say I'm doing my chores for an hour. 10 hours left. Say I'm sitting down to study. Maybe I actually sit down and learn something. I take three hours. I have, I don't know, I've lost track at this point. Probably seven hours left. What am I doing? Just walking around, wasting time, doing nothing. I can't say that I spent my holidays relaxing because I didn't. I spent my holidays freaking out about how I'm getting nothing done. I can't say I spent my holidays studying because every time I sit down to study, nothing really goes in my head. And I feel like I'm doing a donkey's job because I'm just putting in all that hard work, but I don't know where I'm seeing the results. And at this point of time, I'm just I'm shit scared because I don't know if this is the path that I'm supposed to be taking. One of my own friends is stopping each of the exams. Okay, and that person doesn't, that, that person's always online, always responding to everything in a fraction of a second, always, you know, keeping up with the latest movies and watching all the, the sports channels and stuff. And here I am, not doing any of that, trying to sit down and study, but still getting a fraction of the marks that that person does. And I'm just feeling really inadequate and really insecure about my abilities in studying and my smart and my intelligence. I, I don't know if I'm smart enough to do well in the exam that I've been preparing for. I really don't know. And we have a test, that test that I told you about, that's in like two, three days. Um, that test is going to determine whether um, we're doing well enough to get into the third stage. And I really want to get into the third stage. I, I even called my teacher and said that I would like to get into it and if there was a way I could. So now I have to do well on the Friday test so that I can get accepted into that program. And I've also told my teacher that I am ready for it and I'm willing to work hard for it. But am I? Am I doing anything? Am I on the right track? I don't know. And at the end of the day, I'm just extremely confused. And I know that I should just trust in myself and go at my pace and that the only thing that matters is the last final exam and how I do there. But things like this keep adding up. And of course, I can fight it now and say, no, it's all these problems that are outside me. But no, all these problems are caused by me. And I'm trying and trying, but I just can't seem to get rid of them. I can't seem to rectify them. And it's just really scaring me because I'm not used to this. I'm not used to getting such low marks. I'm not used to having such big to-do lists wherein I get nothing done at all. I'm not, I'm not used to not being, you know, at least the top 10 smartest people in the room. I'm not used to any of this stuff. I'm not used to sitting down to study and then not doing anything about it. It's scaring me how I'm changing. It's scaring me that before I used to love to go sit down and study, and, but now I'm just like, ah, I gotta do it so I will. It's just, I don't know, I'm changing and things are changing and whether it's for the better or the worst, uh, 
God knows. I'll just, I'll just have to do my best and hope that it works out. Had to get a lot off my chest. I'm glad I did. Well, it's actually been a pretty long time since I recorded anything, and I think that's just because um, the number of my daily classes increased, and now we have a few extra classes, and um, before, just because they're like, you just started 12th grade, they were like going really, really slow in terms of what they were teaching, or at least comparatively slow and now they're just going like super duper fast and they're just like finishing two two and a half lectures every day in almost like every subject and um as soon as it's it's like we're finishing um the portions for the test just a few days before the test so it's like you're constantly learning you're constantly getting tested and it's just like really hard sometimes because it's hard to just keep up with everything because we have different tracks right for each of the subjects physics chemistry and math um so what they do in these tracks is we have two teachers and each of them teaches us like one chapter from that subject that way we can like finish a lot more chapters in the same amount of time so it's Right now, where I am, it's I'm finding it very hard to balance the tracks, you know, and like balance the subjects as well because um, a few weeks ago we had this little event at home and because of that I missed a few classes and then after that I was like really tired so I kind of slept through the first class for a new chapter in physics, capacitance or capacitors, one of them. And because of that, my basics for that chapter are like all over the place and when he started teaching that my basics in electrostatics wasn't the best right so it's just like they're constantly moving forward and I'm just like trying my best to catch up it's just taking so long and it's pretty hard so I may not be that what's the word I, I may not be posting very frequently I've got to focus on getting things back on track. I got back on Instagram to just change my username and it was deactivated for almost a year. I have no idea what my other classmates are up to. So anyway, I got back on, changed my username and now I have to wait another week before I can deactivate it. So I was just scrolling through like whatever I had and I feel really left behind because my friends are doing these talks about mental health and stuff and they're writing blogs and reports and I'm doing nothing. And it really scares me because Every day I'm confident that I will do well, but there's always that one part that says you won't, and I'm scared that if I don't, I'll have nothing to fall back on, and it's just too much negativity, and I don't know what to do. It's just scary. So, sometimes we have pretty tiring days. We have days where we may only have done 
say, I don't know, 30% of what you usually do or maybe even less. We have days when our 30% that has been done is much lesser than everybody else's 30% held. There are some days where even when we give our 100% and we're completely spent, we end up much far behind than other people, but sometimes I don't reach out much, but one thing that I've learned from my own personal experiences is that when you go to someone, when you need help, and when you're spent, or rather let's take this situation, when someone comes to you and they are spent, they are mentally, physically, emotionally, everything, every aspect exhausted, it is your responsibility if you have the mental space to be there for them and help them with whatever it is that they're going through. If somebody comes and tells you that they've done 100% and their 100% is probably 10% of what you usually do, you don't have the right to laugh at what they've done. You don't have the right to put down what they've done. You don't have the right to overshadow their hardship by showing how much more you've done. I disagree with that school of thought and I don't think that anything going on is an Olympics of any kind to show off how much we're doing. When someone comes to you for help, it is your moral responsibility to help them through it and not push them deeper than they were. I don't appreciate it when you go to someone for help and they start pretending like it's the Olympics for how much hardship you're going through. It's like I go up and say, hey, I'm tired. I've had only five back-to-back classes. And they come to you and they're like, oh, you had only five back-to-back classes? I'll help you. I had 13 back-to-back classes. I don't understand how them having 13 back-to-back classes is supposed to be helping me through my exhaustion from the five classes I've been through. If anything, it makes me feel worse. And for that reason, I know that I am never going to be the type of person I never was and I never will be the type of person to put someone down or to overshadow what they're doing with my own. So, to be completely honest, I have been having a very hard time managing all the relationships I have with different types of people. Um, I'm not sure if it's just my emotional state or if it's actually what the circumstances present themselves to be. I don't know if I'm overthinking or reading into things too much or whether I'm reading just the right amount, but I, I'm finding it hard to just be, I mean, today I called I, I was supposed to stay back for chemistry lab and, you know, do some experiments and I'd ask the teachers and stuff and they're fine with it, but then suddenly um, I was telling my friends about it and it, it just slipped out. I didn't, I didn't mean to say it, but 
I was like, we're saying back, you guys want to come along or something. And after that, I realized my mistake and I couldn't take it back. Nobody could, um, nobody could come. And I felt really bad about that. And one of my friends told another that I was the one who called people. I just... I don't know, I'm making a big deal about something so small and then there's this observation that a friend and I made when we were, you know, caring for the reactions. He had said something about why the reaction was exothermic and I said it before him, it's, it's even on video. Um, so, yeah, and then later I got home and then it just struck me that there is actual proper terminology for it, so I just restated it, and um, that person was like, yeah, I said it in the lab, you should really have listened to me, you should listen to me more, and I don't understand, because you let someone correct you once, they just seem to find a fault with everything you do, but then there's a flip side, what if I'm just being too proud of myself and thinking that I don't need fixing. It's it's honestly very confusing and I I don't know what to what to make of it. And uh, we had a test and I gave probably the worst. I got 51% which is pretty shitty and things just haven't been going right for me. I mean, outside, yes, I'm really happy. I, I keep laughing, but inside, it's just a completely different story. And I don't know if anything I'm doing is right. I'm just scared that I'm doing everything wrong. And I, I'm thinking too much about the little, little things, and I'm not able to get out of that thought process. And I can't even cry now because... I don't have any tears. I just feeling overwhelmed and I get goosebumps randomly and then I suddenly start sweating and weird things are happening and nothing's going the way I want it and it's really scaring me. So now things are getting much, much scarier. Some of my friends are already taking their SATs and I'm just focusing on three tests. And there's some people who are taking every single test there is, every single entrance exam there is, everybody's taking it. And I'm just here sitting like, I'm gonna be taking three tests and it's all gonna be a-okay. And now I'm really scared because on one side our teachers are like, take every test you can so that you know how to write when it comes to the big final test. And my mom's like, just focus on what you want to write. And I don't know what to do, really. Every time I think I'm prepared, every time I think I'm doing well, something pops up that's just like, no, you're not. And at times I feel like it's the universe telling me that I'm not capable of doing anything. And at times it really hurts because I don't know. I am literally clueless. I don't know how good I'm doing. I don't know if I'm supposed to do more. I don't know if I should do more, how much more I should be doing. 
I don't know if I'm overdoing it, stressing myself out, and because of that, not getting the results. I, I don't know. I recently met one of our other friends who studies at least, I don't know, five, six hours a day. And I don't understand how I'm not able to prioritize. There are some days where I plan everything out, but then nothing happens. And I know I'm trying to cut myself some slack. I'm like, it's okay, you've got to rejuvenate, but it's not working. And a lot of what I am going for, I feel like it's slowly slipping away. And that really, really scares me. And I just keep wasting my days. I have 97 days not even 97, I think I'm back by a week, 90 more days until the end of this year, I have to finish my 11th grade portions and my 12th grade portions, and I'm still struggling with 12th grade, and I don't know what that says about me, and it's scary. So, Today I am going to be talking about confidence, what kind of confidence, the academic type of confidence. I mean, recently, um, this came to my mind to talk about it because recently we've had our midterms going on, right? Um, I finished two subjects so far, I have four more to go. Um, And yeah, it's been quite a ride for me actually. Now, why this whole idea of confidence came to me now is because I have my math test the day after tomorrow and I was given a four-day holiday for math, but the thing is, I kind of practiced all of this stuff much, much before the test itself, before the study holidays were given, right? So the last two days have kind of been a battle within where one part of me is like, you know this, you've practiced this a million times. And then this other part of me that says, um, no, you don't really know anything. All the other side is just, that's all just overconfidence. You really know nothing. You've got to practice. But then when I decide to shut both of them up and then sit down to study, I just can't get anything done because I get bored when I do the same thing again and again and again so now the whole confidence thing at this point of time i don't know whether i'm ready for math or not but i thought the same things for physics and chemistry and i walked into the exam hall thinking that i wasn't prepared now i'm going to be completely honest in physics i wasn't ready with i think one or two chapters Right, I was just relying on my memory of what happened in class. And for chemistry, I skipped an entire chapter, coordination compounds, because that was just so big. Now, there was a question in the test from coordination compounds. Uh, um, It was about um, isomerism, I think, in a complex. I basically put two, no, no, three pens together to find the facial and the meridional isomers it was fun but that's not what i'm talking about what i'm here to talk about is before those tests i felt like i was seriously underprepared and what happened is because of that the moment i saw the paper it took me a few minutes to actually let that set in and in those two minutes i was so underconfident i felt like i knew nothing and even though i sat down and studied nothing really came to my mind and i felt extremely extremely stupid And then 
the two or three minutes after that, you know, let's say the first phase was 2.5 minutes, the next 2.5 minutes, um, everything started coming back and then I looked through the questions and then I was like, okay, I know everything, I know everything, I'm going to ace this thing, right? But then after that, the remaining two hours and 55 minutes, when I was solving, there were a few questions where I had to sit down, slow down and say, holy shit, I don't know this. Right? And the moment you go through the thing and then you're like, oh no, I don't know this, the first thing that happens is you immediately blank out. Or I don't know if it happens to everybody, but I immediately blank out. And I'm like, shit, I don't know. And then after that, I've noticed that if I just calm down, then I end up getting it. And that increases my confidence and helps me move further. So from what I've experienced, so far you can't have one level of academic confidence right i mean for me when i go out and speak in public my confidence is always at like one given level it it doesn't change but when it comes to my academic confidence i've come to understand that it's like the waves of the ocean sometimes it comes sometimes it goes sometimes it goes super high sometimes it's just barely a ripple but that never means it's not there. That confidence is always there. And while it is okay to have your confidence going all the way up at times, and it's also okay to have your confidence kind of low at times, I think it's best if you keep it somewhere in the middle because only when, I've noticed that only when my confidence is in that middle zone, between the 2.5 minutes of I know nothing and the next 2.5 minutes of I know everything, only when my confidence is in that zone, I am able to think, I'm able to relate, I'm able to understand and recall whatever I have learned. So that's that about academic confidence. I don't think it's a set quantity. You can't say that you must be confident at all times. It's okay to not be confident. That being said, how do you work on this confidence how do you know when what is right truly speaking there is nothing right or wrong when it comes to how you feel it's all very subjective and it all depends on everything around you you can't choose one factor but what i've been coming to terms with lately is that Like I said, it's okay to be super confident and super underconfident as long as you spend most of your time in the middle zones. I've also come to learn that every time I feel like I am overconfident, like I am for this math test, or I feel I'm in this constant state of, okay, I think I've got this, and I'm like at that high um, a level of confidence, I try to solve more and more problems because as I solve more and more problems, this level of confidence, it stays constant. And number two, whatever part of me that, you know, has the tendency to pull me down, that kind of that, that kind of shuts up when I start solving more and more sums. And at the same time, by practicing this many problems, I make sure that my overconfidence or that high level of confidence doesn't end up pulling me down because I'm also preparing for what would happen if you know i'm not ready for a given question or anything so at the end of the day i think the key takeaways are it's okay to be overconfident it's okay to be underconfident 
just try not to be at the extremes all the time because from experience staying at the extremes all the time is just the worst thing in the world and number two when you are overconfident or even underconfident for that matter just keep solving questions just keep solving problems keep answering questions because the more you keep working yourself out the more you keep you know refreshing your knowledge just keeping your brain like up and ready to run anytime you tell it to i think you're preparing yourself for like the best possible form of victory because you know that victory is not a result of overconfidence and whatever questions coming in the test coming in your favor and at the same time it's not like you set a super low bar and you jumped over that so it's like a sense of false pride no you know that you've worked for what you got and i think that's about it so like i said my tests are going on and i have my close circle of friends right but the thing is everybody's really busy with their tests and the few people that i really really want to talk to are kind of busy in their own lives now it's kind of a lot for me to talk about this so bear with me um when i make friends with people i tend to get really really attached it's like my conversations with them are an integral part of my day and it's kind of fun to you know at least have that little bit of a conversation at least once in a day and yeah recently because of all the midterm stuff going on um midterms or any test for that matter is usually the time for me to relax because every other day i make sure to put in enough work so that before the actual test i'm not you know running around with my butt on fire but that being said um it's not like my friends do that either my friends are also they study similarly and they also make sure they don't have too much when the test arrives but the thing is um they're they're probably a lot more serious than me i don't know how to feel about that but anyway that happens and because of that usually around times like this i don't really talk with them much or they don't talk with me that much so yeah the past few days i have been feeling really lonely you know like my best friends aren't speaking with me and i kind of really 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 miss them and when they don't reply i'm like okay they're studying i'm not studying what am i doing with my life and i feel incredibly left out i feel like i'm not doing enough but then at the same time i have to remind myself that i've practiced everything before and that's why i'm feeling this way it's confusing and it's it's weird that i feel this way sometimes one part of me is ashamed that i think this way because my friends are also their own individuals right i mean they have their own lives to take care of they have their tests to take care of not everybody has to study exactly like i do but then this other part of me just really really wants to speak with them so that's kind of another thing that's been going on but i've come to make peace with the fact that you know they're not exactly speaking that much because this morning I was just thinking about this and I was asking myself if you had a friend like this who felt really bad just because you were focusing on your life it would be weird you wouldn't want to be with that friend very much and then I realized I was being too clingy I mean I definitely wasn't showing it off I wasn't going and telling them but I definitely felt it and 
I am proud that I didn't go to them and say, why are you ignoring me? Or you guys are studying too much. I mean, that's what any basic human would do. I don't know if I should be proud of it. But while I was also disappointed at the fact that I was a person like that, that I felt that way about my friends, I feel like I had to tell myself then. I didn't tell myself then. That's why I'm saying it now. It's okay to miss your friends. It's okay to miss your conversations with them as long as it's not interfering in the wrong way in your life or in theirs. And I thought about it. It's not hurting them in any way. It's not hurting me in any way. So it's okay that I feel that way. I mean, instead of beating myself about over feeling something that any human would, I think I should just accepted what's going on and that's what I am missing in my life whenever I face a difficulty I have trouble accepting and I think this one incident where I had to sit down and think about accepting the fact that my friends also have their own things to do played a major role in reminding me of how I should be practicing acceptance more often so what is the key takeaway from all this I think the key takeaway is that once you start accepting things as they are, things get a lot more easier. If I just accept that I have to work too, that my friends are also working, if I accept that we're all on the same boat and they don't have to speak with me, they have no obligation to speak with me, 24 bar 7, I, if I accept that they are separate individuals, then I feel like it's like a huge weight lifted off my shoulders, a huge weight off my chest. I feel much lighter the moment I accept that it's not in my control and I can't do anything about it. And that's made a pretty big difference in the way I've spent my day and the way that my thinking about them has changed. So I think you should give it a try too if you ever can. Just accept what happens and just like take it as it is. If something happens, just say, okay, all right that's how it is and it usually helps a whole lot 